everyone to LARPs and Taps, our new podcast where we're going to be talking all things LARP and Empire. Uh, I'm Morgan. My character's name is Tristan Ackerman and I belong to the nation of Dawn. Hello, my name is Chloe. My character is Neve Agra and I am a proud Navari. Maybe we're going this way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's, it'd be weird to go back in your mother. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> go back to Tristan. <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Alex. I am part of the Navari as well. And I am a character within LARP called Otis Prowler. Hello, my name is Kerry. My character is called Lupita Valdez Requeza, and she is a freeborn from the Brass Coast. Uh, good evening. My name's Tom. I play the lovely uh, Nicomo Van Dyer. Or to my friends, which I hope you will be, Uncle Nietzsche. Uncle I Nietzsche. I come through the glorious nation of the League, which is so much better than Dawn. You say, I, funny how you say glorious. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dawn can't even afford glory. <laughs> <laughs> Bold statements from the Leagueishman in the corner. Um, so yeah, so basically we've started this because I think well, for me anyway, it's an excuse to talk about LARP more frequently because it's all I can talk about anyway since we went. Um, but we all started going to a LARP called Empire. I'll start off with, I guess, if you're completely new, what LARP is. So LARP, either spelled L-A-R-P or L-R-P, stands for Live Action Roleplay. So if anyone's played like Dungeons and Dragons or anything like that, where you're in role-playing a character, pretending to be someone and then doing a game around it, it's like that except you dress up as the character and you actually physically live in the world. You're it's just like, dialing it up to 11. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's much more immersive, kind of. It's the the idea that, you know, in D&D you can be whatever you want. You can say, I'm the best musician in the world. At LARP, you kind of have to... It You've got to live up to the name. There's no yeah. rolling of the dice. Yeah, exactly. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, exactly. So lean into what you do. So, for example... Uh, Carrie's character does has a little ukulele. Did you bring the ukulele last time? I didn't bring the ukulele no, last time. You brought your bongos. I brought my bongos. I will be bringing the ukulele next time and doing a little bit of bardery myself. But yeah, so Carrie's a musician, so Carrie can bring stuff with her to do. Um, I have no discernible talents, so I just walk around saying I'm really good. Um, <laughs> He's really good at talking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gift of the gap. My character's the right shit, which works very well for me in real life. Does indeed. Um, scumbag extraordinaire, ah. I think is a good name. What's your official title at LARP? King of Vag... Oh, no. Counter vagabonds. King is too pretentious. King is, I think, king is heresy. No, you have treason these days. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we got into it. Well, I got into it anyway. It was because D and D just wasn't enough anymore. Uh, <laughs> I feel like for me, for a long time, it was like a step too far. Like I was, I feel like yeah. a lot of that when you get into geek culture, you're like, yeah, f- this is fine, but I don't want to go too far. Um, and no, I was. D and D really felt like that. <laughs> D and D is like your gateway drug. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, onto, onto bigger and more dorkier things. More expensive things. As oh well. my oh god! Oh my yeah. god! Don't. Yeah, that is one thing you're gonna have to look out to out for <laughs> when starting LARP is the massive expense. Yeah. You're gonna have to have a big pocket. At least a yeah. hundred pounds for your first like set of costumes. If you be. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, if you're in the brass coat, you can just buy his fabric. armor. Yeah. His armor costs him two hundred and fifty. How oh. much do you think his armor costs? Oh. Just the armor. Nietzsche, how much was your armor? I'm probably on around £400 so far That's for the actually, armor. I alone. thought it was more expensive than that. It could be, but to be fair, I bought in euros as well. So. Uh, it's come straight from the Ukrainian war zones as well. Yeah. Yeah. This is full, <laughs> Pardoned. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is full metal armor we're talking about. Made from though, right? Russian tanks. tanks. Yeah. Yours, yeah. yours is leather. If you are new to LARP and you want to go just as kind of somebody... Non-com. Yeah. Uh, or even like a peasant, just burn some of your old clothes so yeah. they're not modern looking and you'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, you'd be a marcher then. But, <laughs> oh, you'd be a marcher then. Yeah. I was going to say, the reason I got into LARP anyway was I was kind of uh, affected by uh, TikTok a lot of the time. I kept seeing people going to Ren Fairs. Oh yeah, <laughs> keep seeing people go to Ren fairs and TikTok in the states. And I was like, God, I wish we had someone like that. I was talking to Tom about it. Tom goes, Well, <laughs> actually, uh, can I pull out my phone and show you this twenty-page document on uh, what LARP is? I was like, Oh yeah, but that feels like a bit much. Full on though, like that's a lot. Too geeky for me. Ah, oh, what? And then we were talking about it, and I was like, Oh, I said, so you can you can do this, can you? Yeah. And then I was looking through the wick. I was like, Oh, I could be a knight in shining up. I see. I see. Oh, well. Um, I don't know. I don't know. See, I feel like I never thought of it as that an extreme thing. And I was always just like, you know, if I had people to go with, I'd love to do something like that. But then I've very much gone and camped and sort of hung out, whereas you have fully, fully immersed yourself oh, yeah. in the role play. It was like, I... You're like, go hard or go home. Oh, <laughs> you have to. I like literally, I saw this. It was really funny because we were going. And so my partner, who's not here, but she came with us. When I was talking to Tom about it, I was like, I'm going to love this. And I feel like I speak to people that go, it's like, oh, dip my toe in, see what it's like. I was like, I'm going to love this. And I went, and we were there for three days, and I came back and went, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life has changed right. irrevocably. Like, I'm never not doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Chloe, what does LARP mean to you? Uh, the way I describe it to my friends that have no knowledge on our little world is I get to dress up, get really drunk, and hit people and pretend to kill them with fake swords. Like, yeah. what? what is... What can be better than that? You get to whack some nerds in the field, I think, is the, the usual... <laughs> the scientific... <laughs> I, just, I just get to... Yeah, it, it was great. Like, it, it was really fun. I Same as you, to be honest, Tristan. Or Morgan. I don't know how Tristan we're doing Tristan is fine. All right. If I'm going to be Tristan, I'm going to have to put oh, my God. voice. But... You won't be able to stop. No, I won't. I won't. Uh, I, I knew kind of straight up that... I was like, I'm going to like this. It's going to be fun. But I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Oh, right. I... I feel like I saw the moment that it clicked for you and Alex when you were doing the practice battle and the first charge happened and you were just overwhelmed with yeah. the possibilities. This is before character when we're all just practicing, showing the rules. They were on it. They were whacking left and right. When we were in the life. donut. We were the donut of death. Yeah. People oh. clashing into you. The adrenaline's up. Your faces. You were yeah. like a yeah. kid having a candy bar for the first time. I'm glad that you noticed that and saw it because I was really nervous about fighting. But then we had that... I was in the group that were in the donut the first time round and we got absolutely destroyed very quickly. But I was like, that was cool. I want to go again. And then I'm, I'm glad that you actually saw it because I was like, yeah, okay. I want to do this. I want to murder people. <laughs> True, true to your D and D characters, murder hobo. You are the murder hobo. Yeah, yeah. I am. No matter what character I play, Empire's <laughs> not going to last more than five years. So get it quickly, because Chloe's going to kill everyone. Yeah. yeah, I was worried for a second, then I didn't realize you were joking. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? what what's, happening? what's happening? What's happening to Empire? <laughs> I died. But I mean, it's really funny because I suppose in theory you could affect the game like that like it's very well yeah much if you kill off some well, big character I yeah. said before we went that I was going to go in and I was going to murder the empress and take over she's already dead yeah but I didn't know that at the time no but she wasn't at the time now she is but now. yeah but this is what I said I was going to go in I was going to murder the empress and I was going to take over and I was going to rule empire and I was going to be an absolute queen so I might 
I might just do it. Don't reveal any to I've got. Yeah, there could be someone listening to this who, uh, the Empress, for example. Come at me. It's funny because I feel like the, <laughs> the more you play, and I definitely feel this since my second event, there's more stuff that when you're like, I don't want to say that. Like, you start to have stuff that you're like, I can't reveal this kind of thing. Yeah. You start to pick stuff up like, oh, I know this that I shouldn't know. Well, stuff that I do know, but I don't want to affect my own game and other people's. Um, well, like in, in terms of law. Law plans, spoilers. Plots, spoilers, things people are doing, and like stuff that people would only be able to find out through in-character interactions. Okay. I was just, sorry, in fact, we'll keep going around about how everyone, because I think we have a similar story, right? Apart mm. from Tom, of how we got into this. <laughs> just to touch on a couple of things that, um, say if you're new to LARP and you don't know a lot of the terminology, we will be using a few terms here that you might not be entirely familiar with. Um, so a couple of things, uh, there's in-character and out-of-character. So basically... IC or OC is what it's shortened to. In character is when you are 100% your character. You're not yourself anymore. There's no exterior technology. There's the, you're in your costume, and you don't look modern in any way, or as much as you can help it. There's things like, obviously, footwear. You're going to want to make sure you've got a good pair of um, boots. I did my entire first lap in wellies, and <laughs> it was one of the most painful experiences of my life. I had blisters the size of grapes on my feet. I can um, vouch for that. I, mean, I had yeah. blister plasters. I could have given you some. There's stuff, yeah. I, think, I still think there's stuff we could talk about in terms of like kit recommendations because there's like principles of <clears throat> like Empire's kit guidelines, right? I suppose I'll mm. delve into yeah. a bit more detail later. But um, we, like we said, it's I think we were told most expensive mistake you'll ever make is joining LARP. But yeah, the 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 big thing is for it is that you could, it's still semi accessible. Like you can still you can do it cheap. It's not yeah, easy. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. it's think, pretty flexible. My one on recommendation is don't go to Wish unless it's you're just definitely dipping your toe in once because that stuff won't look nearly as good as it's advertised yeah. and it will fall apart after one well, session. The other thing I would the thing I was kind of, so the whole concept of Empire is aspirational kit. Like you turn up on day one with looking as good as you possibly can. Uh, the biggest kind of like like you say um, uh, easing up is around footwear. Like yeah. they just like make sure your footwear is sensible. Yeah. No trainers though. They don't like trainers. No, Wellingtons are walking boots. Try and get it looking semi. You can get some. I've got some relatively cut. cheap brown boots that I just got from. New but this, is, yeah, this is, it's all aspirational, right? It's all kind of like look as good as you can, and every time you come, just improve a little bit. Buy a bit here, buy a bit there, yeah. and maybe as long as want... it's relatively immersive and people can just overlook it. Yeah. So even I... even like Doc Martens oh. are, you know, they're time appropriate and they're pretty damn comfortable. I mean, I saw. Yeah. The one thing I saw, because it's like we talk about trainers, I saw a guy in Vans. Sorry mm. if you're listening. I saw a guy in Vans. I was, a bit yeah. like, I was like, that like took me out. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one step too far. Yeah, so it's like, but it's like, again, it's kind of like. But, also, don't, but don't, don't, I will point just it say, out. don't feel as if, because if Vans are all that you have, then go for it. Don't let the fear of not being perfect and right stop you from going, yeah. because there are people that have been going since the very first. Uh, empire that profound decisions put on and they're still developing their kit to this day mm. you won't be you won't stop you, you won't be set from the very first go just if if all you have is literally a white t-shirt a pair of lin yeah a white tunic a pair of linen trousers and bands then go if that's all you have yeah. just bloody do and it there's just always go. the key phrase on your first time i'm new at anvil um, so if you don't know what's going on at any point, and yeah. someone's asking you about things and you're not sure, just say, oh, this is my first time at Anvil, um, which is the name of the, the in-character name for the festival, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think we use that a lot 
when we were there. I'm probably still going to use it when I go back to E3. I, it, yeah. I said it to try and get discounts on my boots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm new to Anvil. Wow. How much How much does this cost? Wow. Okay, so you can... Fucking outing yourself. Yeah, but then I still got fucked over by playing paying like 15 crowns for a bottle of mead. Oh, my God. You I didn't pay 15 crowns. No, what did I pay? Was it It was. Crowns? No, it was it was two crowns. Yeah, two crowns. So yeah. ten crowns. Yeah, bits. yeah. <laughs> Still, for the I, don't know, I had like five rings the whole time. Um, to to clarify, there's there's an in character currency where basically <laughs> um, it's really cool. You get your own coins when you're there, so they're given to you when you arrive. And um, I think the way it works is you get twenty rings to a crown because the king had twenty rings, one for each finger, one for each yeah, toe. toe. And then there eight, eight. is eight rings. Eight crowns eight, to a throne. Eight crowns to a throne. Still, <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. And then there's eight crowns to a throne. So, and usually like a drink or. Do you remember why there's eight crowns to a throne? Uh, because no. there was eight kings, I'm guessing. There was eight nations that originally joined the empire. Oh. Uh, How many is there now? Though? There is now technically ten. Uh, the Urizeni, one of the nations, decided no, we don't need the empire. And then like fifty years later, like no, we do need the empire. And then the Imperial Orcs joined in like the like two hundred years. Oh, yeah. So there's ten in total. Well, there we go. There, there, there is there is history to it, and um, it, there is all that we don't know very well, or at least I don't very very well. What is LARP to you, Lapita? Uh, well, I am the resident non-combat character, uh, <laughs> so LARP to me is quite different to uh, everyone else around this table. Um, I went and I had a little go working in the Anvil Hospital, which is where you can go. Um, so when people come out of the battlefield if they're wounded. You can help them, put some herbs on them, do a little bit of role play, hospital things. Actually um, got the opportunity to work with someone who was a bit more advanced than me and had a bit more kit. And she had a foam set of little doctor's tools, like a scalpel and things. And I got to surgically um, fix somebody's spleen. You fixed my ribs. Yeah, and I fixed um, Chloe's ribs. Yeah, so that was great. Um, Though I did find that I was having to use my herbs for free and I'm a stingy bitch. So (laughs) The hospital should have given you. Well, it depends. Um, it... I had some, so I just used them. But I, they have a limited supply in the hospital. So, and we weren't very close to like the the center of the hospital where they do the most of the healing. We were sort of more towards the edge. So I just like got on my herbs and healed because you know that's what you do when you see someone who needs healing. That's the least freeborn yeah. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. Um, freeborn are all about um, basically everything has a cost to it, and you like for example, if a freeborn wants to go and sit down at a fire. Um, they will offer how much does it how much to sit down at the fire. It's basically. a ref, it's a refusal to be in debt, right? It's it, like, yeah, it's, I don't yeah. want any implied favors. It's like exactly. It's like I, I, I paid you. You cannot call me back for a favor because I've paid you. Absolutely, it's making sure everything is constantly even. Um, so you'd offer if you want to sit down at the fire to um, pay to have to sit down, and if you're light, then you'll probably get offered. Oh yeah, give me a give me a ring and you can sit down, which obviously, as we've mentioned, is the lowest form of currency. If it's a very private conversation or they don't want you there, they might ask for a phone. Yeah, so maybe don't sit there. <laughs> I just love um, to be that Jimmy yeah. uh, Big Bollocks who puts down two thrones and just sits down like, right, give me your yeah, secrets. That's definitely. I think, yeah, because I, 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 we looked at the brass case when we were first looking, first kind of diving into it. And I remember being like, I, I loved the whole vibe of the brass Yeah, I, yeah. it is really great. And everyone's so like friendly there. They're all very family orientated. Um, they're all very much about traveling and experiences and music and having fun, but never like having fun at people, more just having fun with everybody. Very jovial sense there. Everyone was very welcoming to me when I went there as well. 
though as a freeborn I did tend to wander around everywhere and I spent some time in the Navari camp spent some time in the Dawn camp even spent a little bit of time in the League camp which was quite interesting um and where Tom ended up getting stabbed and being stabbed by his friends just just as a exercise in um people practicing their healing <laughs> so so I guess for you it was like you say a very different game to yeah, I was very much just exploring and seeing what there was to yeah. see, and I, I was not murdo hoboing. <laughs> She's um, not a hobo, she has a house. Oh, no, you don't. No, no you don't, actually. You're always one of the roads. We're wanderers. Literally yeah. murder I mean, I'm a different kind of wanderer. I'm a, like, let's, you know, let me play my ukulele for in exchange for, like, a seat at the fire, um, and you're very much like a stab me, or I, <laughs> I will stab you unless you give me a seat at the fire. <laughs> Pretty much. And then Tom, who's well, been in it longer than any of us. I will probably say my interest in LARP started when I was born. Because I was an eccentric... I feel like I'm an eccentric person. His whole life is LARP. He's not actually called Tom. <laughs> this is just an elaborate ruse. No, uh... He hires uh, his family. Always had a love for D&D, steampunk, anything quirky and geeky where I can get dressed up in fantastic outfits and uh, just act a bit differently or get to know a friendly, uh, eccentric community. Uh, I first actually heard about Empire LARP, I think it was 2013, uh, when I was at uni studying my undergrads and I was in a D&D group and uh, my DM was talking about, oh, this this new system uh, that we're playing, Empire, it's fantastic. And I have to say, I was very awestruck and very interested at the time. But being a student, too poor to go. The money wasn't there and not being able to drive, couldn't get there. Uh... It was a few years later when I moved to where I'm living now uh, that I bumped into another friend and he started talking about how he went to Empire LARP, how how much he loved it. He showed me his pictures and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a try. Uh, went 2019, absolutely loved it. And then uh, COVID hit. So it was a very long gap in between then and now. Uh, as I say, loved it in 2019, loved it even more coming in 2022 because I had all my friends to go with, uh, even though we weren't, none of us are really in the same nation, it's great to have a little group to play off and bounce off of. Uh, I've gone for The League, who are probably the Empire's snobs, would you say? Well, we're not <laughs> villains, but like, we're all about your contracts, your... I think it's really funny because I think as a group we kind of laugh saying Dawn's quite pretentious but that is just your character in comparison I, I really feel like you've got the wrong vibe for Tristan but I feel like the league the brief is pretentious it's like we are better than you we've got more money we're more civilized in short terms we're the Machiavellian schemers yeah. of the empire Venice kind of Venice Italian Renaissance we've got the best costumes in my opinion also if you come into Empire, the League is the hardest brief probably to go for on your first try. You can't really get the costumes of the peg. Uh, I kind of got bits and pieces, but I kind of look like the slummiest League character there is, which I am now playing as Uncle Michi, your local dockwork scumbag of the League, and loving it. So when you're making your character, don't feel like you need to go for a certain archetype or act how the nation is. Be on brief, but be as creative as you want with your character. Make it your own. Make yeah. it your yeah. own. That's the whole point of your characters. I mean, like you're I bound think to be from a nation, but you're going to be an individual as well. And I think well. that's what's so good about LARP and Empire, that 
D&D, you can copy so many different characters off a sheet or take other people's ideas and play that character. In LARP, the character is completely your own, so do what you want and enjoy it. There was people walking around that weren't a part of Navarre that had more Navarre costumes than what I was wearing. Like, they were more on brief with the Navarre sort of aesthetic and they weren't even a part of Navarre. So it's just, you do what you want to do as long as you... You find something that resonates well with yourself and what you would like your character to be, and you just kind of run with it. It's yeah. pretty free and open. Do your best to stick to the aesthetics to a yeah. certain extent. Yeah. So I mean, I want to probably it's probably a good time to talk about like kind of like, we say a few things like sticking on brief, talked about different nations. So it'd be a good idea to give like some really base law of what the empire is. Yeah. So in the setting, in the world that it's set in, there uh, is a continent. I don't actually know if the continent's got a name. That was once filled with. Uh, as the Empire calls them, barbarian orcs. Um, through various kind of steps of immigration and um, people arriving, humans arriving to this continent, ten, uh, eight, no, nine nations were founded. A tenth joined later called the Imperial Orcs. And these are all very culturally distinct nations, very different. They all, they warred against each other. They're all, they weren't friends the entire time. Like there was, there was a period of tension and things like that. So, I was mentioned the marches earlier. My nation, Dawn, doesn't like the marches, and there was a lot of kind of tensions at the time. A empress, the leader of a nation called Highguard, decided that the only way humanity was going to prosper in this part of the world is if the human nations of the area bonded together and became under one empire. So and so they kind of constructed. So we got the empire through various means and stories, which I think we'll probably go to in later episodes. Became one big empire. Now, the usual thing that happens in empires is that the leader tries to bring everyone into um, control, like looking the same. But the first empress of the empire didn't want that. She wanted everyone to keep their cultural identities because she thought that's what made them strong. Like having your own cultural identity and being different is what gave the empire its strength and who they were. So uh, that's why they're also culturally distinct. There was a ritual done by Freeborn from the Brass Coast to create a, a spirit of each nation called the egregore of the nation. So each nation has its own egregore spirit. The spirit can inhabit at least one person. It can be multiple, but it's all one spirit within different people. And they help to reinforce it. So they kind of like guide people to look the same, follow the same cultures, and that kind of thing. The idea of keeping everyone culturally distinct. Which is why we all have, despite 300 years of imperial history, nearly 400 years of imperial history, we still have very distinct groups of people, and that's the explanation for it. So when we talk about being on brief, you have the different nations that you have to pick. So when you join, I've had a few people when I talk to them about empires, oh, can I be from none of the nations? When you join, you pick your nation. You have to pick a nation that you're in, and then there's a guidance for what you look. So the website, there's a massive wiki online. And the, oh, guidance, the wiki's great. Oh, it's incredible. You can deep dive for hours and stuff. I it's have. so extensive. I didn't realise how vast it truly was. I just thought Literally, it would be... you have any question about like a specific potion or a specific mm. rune, and you will... I've heard that there. word for word, it's longer than the Bible. Yeah, it's, oh my gosh! Yeah, there's so much deep lore in there, but it's kind of like so you have all your nations. So we'll have a like a, there's a look and feel section in each nation's brief, which we'll all looked at to get a costume. So we're right, you're right. There's a kind of an element of like make it your own kind of like. So again, I like Uncle Dietrich's part of the brief. It's like the league are like um, Machiavellian cunning individuals with a finer like, silks, vibrant colors, skirts. And Uncle Dietrich, Uncle Dietrich is like that, but it. We don't got workers. It's, it's like League You Bought on Wish, right? So it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of myself as 
a kind of degraded finery, kind of like I have the uh, clothes of my great 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 grandfather. That's a bit roughed up and tatty, but still yeah. got that feel. Speaking of how long and expansive the wiki is, if you're looking at trying for your first time and you are a bit daunted by that, don't worry, you don't have to read it all straight away. You don't even have to read it all necessarily, like just the bits you're interested. I would say pick a nation and read their brief at least and just get an idea for the look and feel. And I don't questions. even think I've read that for mine. I literally, <laughs> I think I've read. I think we said half. murder hobo to you and you're like, never. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> sometimes some I didn't people, even do that. Alex I think was I like, even oh. I told you what nation you. Alex was just there like, oh yeah, we're going to go Navarre. And I was like, oh, should we not look? He was like, no, I'm going to go Navarre. I was like, yeah, okay, fine. I read <laughs> half of the wiki about the look and feel and then just kind of was like, Vibe oh, okay. So I was like, yeah, it's like Woodland Warrior, Wenchy sort of thing. That's cool. I'll, I'll find something. I think my recommendation at least is, obviously, like I say, I know people have gone with far less information than we all went. My recommendation if you want to have the easiest time is read i would read the first page of every nation to get an idea unless something like you i read dawn and i went that's me that is who i am that's who i want to be but if you're trying to work it out maybe read the first page or the first couple of paragraphs so I, I did go basically off looks and also the fact that free one costumes look like you could get buy them pretty yeah. cheap which i would also like to discuss at some point oh like absolutely affordability we'll and yeah. Yeah. things like that but i literally went i need to be i'm dawn so then i read the full <laughs> dawn wiki so like the culture the history get the idea of what I'm wanting to be doing because it informs your character decisions. I knew where I wanted to take my character. And then the rules. I would say that's the, the a good place to start. Every time I asked people from the company that organizes it, Proud Decisions, where should I start? They always said, read your nation's wiki, read the rules, yeah. uh, code of conduct. And always. there's always, when you're camping in the out-of-character area, you could always make friends with the people in the tents around mm -hmm. you. And then when you've got questions, you can ask them. Um, oh, yeah. People are really open. Like You can yeah, speak exactly. to... So the egregores that I spoke of are real yeah. people. So every nation actually has people that are physically there as the egregore. You can find them and you can say, hi, I have a question about this. I think they usually post who they are in the Facebook places as well because there's Facebook pages devoted to every nation individually. So if you find that, you can find the LARP um, overall Facebook page. You can find your specific nation. And there's also a photo forum because um, you might get caught in some photos while you're down there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, that's Empire as a setting. That's kind of mm -hmm. what I'd say to get ready to understand. Understand who you're going to be playing. So you can kind of like have an idea of because sometimes you'll have so for example with Dawn, um, if you were to read the brief kind of like semi-inspired by Arthurian legend, you might be led to believe that the Dornish are an honourable people because yeah. that's Arthur, uh, Arthur in legend. Dawn, that's not they're not dishonourable, they just don't have to be honourable. They also don't have to be chivalrous. It's like that's not the thing. That's not what you have to. You do find a lot of Dornish do have a lot of honour. That is, but it's not by no means required. So if you were to go and you'd be like, I'm from Dawn and we're all about honour and everyone would turn to look at you and go, not necessarily, but I wouldn't. It's sort of more like lawful actually. when obviously their own set of laws. Yeah, are, it's like, well, if anything, it's just about being, doing a massive wow. thing and being remembered <laughs> for it, right? That's yeah, the oh, whole yeah. thing. Um, so that's what I mean. So it's, it's, it's good to get an idea of where you're coming from, what kind of thing you, you want. Even if you want to play against type, learn the type you're playing against, I guess. Yeah, and then it's a bit yeah. more of like you were the disgrace of the family. Almost. Yeah, exactly. Your wiki is your best friend. I like friend. how you shot a look at him then. I looked straight at Uncle Nietzsche then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how we got to LARP, who who we are, what where, literally base one, read the wiki, get an idea. Um, but I think a really good thing to go on is to kit recommendations. So yeah. once you've picked your nation, there's a look and feel section on the wiki. So like, this is the vibe. 
right? And then you build on that. So in Dawn, you have uh, two classes of people. You have the Yo Folk and you have the Nobility. Uh, unlike classic Nobility and Commoners, I guess, uh, everyone is born a Yo Folk, whether you're born to a noble house or not, and you have to prove yourself worthy of being a noble. You do a test and you join a noble house. So based on that, there's two classes. You have Yo Folk and you have Nobles. If you want to do the budget end, Yo Folk's probably a good way to go. That is as simple as like a, like probably a tunic, some trousers, or generally kind of like maybe a like tabard kind of, as well, just to show yeah. your lord's logo. Yeah, you, you're exactly. his sponsored. Yeah, yeah there's specific colours for Yo Folk, isn't there? Uh, so Yo Folk um, aren't allowed to wear heraldry of any noble house. So you're not allowed to wear the symbol of the house, but you can wear the colours. Um, I wasn't affiliated with the house when I first went. Um, so noble house is like a group within the game. I wasn't affiliated with any, so I went with blue and yellow, which is the well, blue and white actually, but blue is the symbol of the of a knight errant, someone who wants to become a noble. Um, but the idea is like I could say you can. There's plenty of websites online that do medieval costume that's not too expensive. Also, uh, the actual wiki itself has crafting guides for how to make tabards and tunics. So you could even if you're handy, grab some cloth and make a, a tabard or a tunic. But I would say tunic trousers. A dark pair of boots, um, if you want to go into combat, a weapon, and a belt. Like, if you have a tunic, a belt, trousers, you'll look fine. You'll look like you fit the part. And maybe a cloak if you can afford one. So I'd be careful with when you're buying weapons, because they have to be weapon checked before going into combat. Yes. Um, yeah, so make weapons, sure they're appropriate. Yeah, yeah, if you can buy But if you're going inside. literally cheap, tunic, trousers, uh, a shirt to go under your tunic, and a belt, you'll look fine. And you can easily swap them out. Probably buy a second shirt, because if it's sunny like it was this year, you'll probably get quite sweaty. Mm -hmm. Or even if it's yeah. rainy yeah, and horrible will. and cold, you'll want to change a shirt at something um, dry. Oh, in fact, something before I forget, and it, literally, if you post on the uh, Empire Facebook, hi, what do I need to remember? Everyone and their fucking mother will say <laughs> socks. So bring as many socks as you can. I haven't needed a heinous amount of socks yet, but I'm We've told when it's been very lucky. But uh, that's a big thing I'd say to bring. But yeah, that's probably how you cheaply do Dawn. If you want to be a noble, it does become pricey. As you can imagine, you need to look rich. But there's plenty of, and this goes for all of us, there's plenty of Facebook pages like uh, LARP Swaps. Um, there's an unofficial Discord which has LARP Swap channels and stuff. I will also say the Empire Wiki has lots of different traders uh, listed. They may not be the cheapest, but you know you'll get good quality and products you can definitely use at Empire if you go through them. Absolutely. Also... At the LARP itself, at Empire, there is many different stalls and shops which has plenty of goods that you can buy there and then. No, they're not necessarily quite cheap. <laughs> Depends no. on what you're getting. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, ask on Facebook. Like, hi, has anyone got any second-hand kit? Because this is a very expensive hobby and people have shit tons of extra kit. Yeah. Well, I think this might be a good point to go to Chloe and Alex. Yes. Because uh, someone lent you their weapons and armour, didn't they? They did. We were really quite lucky. Um... We're obviously a part of the Navarre Facebook group. And as we were in the car on the way there, uh, a very lovely guy had posted in the group saying that uh, he was still coming to E1 but wasn't able to fight. So he had a spare shield, sword and chainmail if anybody wanted to borrow them. So I messaged him straight away. I was like, yes, absolutely. This is our first time going. We're not sure how we want to fight or if we want to. So... We were quite hesitant on buying kit just because we we wanted to get a look and feel of the things. When we got there, found out that he was like four tents up from where we were camping. So we managed to borrow all of his kit and it was it was fantastic. And he was saying, you know, when he first started, he borrowed kit from everyone and anyone. 
just because it is it's such a it's a really good way because some people could start off thinking oh i want to be someone with a sword and a shield and fight but then actually get there and think well, do you know what i would prefer being an archer and things but if you've already invested in a sword and shield and stuff it's a lot of money just to throw away a quick caveat to archery archery though it sounds fun is the most expensive form of combat you will do because you need to pay five to ten pounds an arrow yeah. and if someone snaps that arrow in battle that's a fiver to tenner gone just, so just a caveat so you know so simple as them just standing on the arrow as they run past by yeah. accident anyway sorry no you're right yeah absolutely every time you fire an arrow just imagine you're, you're firing a five pound note and the chance of you getting it back are not entirely guaranteed. Always mark your arrows. Yes, like your initials mark on, your arrows. They, can find, you, they tend to get taken back to lost property, so you can recover them. Yeah, and just like all other weapons, it's better if you buy them at Empire, at the event, because you know that they're regulation. And when they get weapons checked before you go out to fight, the chances are that they're going to pass, and you'll be fine to use them. There's nothing worse than spending a couple hundred quid on a really lovely-looking fancy weapon, and then not being able to use it when you get there. How did you guys? So you did bring some. You got like costuming before you went. And you, you, I think like all of us, we went. Fed, well, actually, I went. I spent far too much than I should have. But how did, where did you get your kit from? I guess did you do it? So there's a, a few various places really. We we got our capes tailor made, which was quite nice. I think one of the things that mattered most was was the capes. Mm. Um, it was colder than we thought it would be, so having that extra layer to wrap around us was lovely. It does help when you bring a double skin tent though for the. Oh yeah, we, we, All right. we massively failed on the tent. We may as well have had an umbrella. If you if you have decided to buy a tent during lockdown with the intention of going camping and uh, haven't tested it out and then decide to go to an event and realise that it's a summer tent, then that's okay because it happens to people. It's fully not okay. It, it it's do okay that. if it's summer. If you it go to E2 happen. or E3, you're fine. Yeah, and if you go and it's kind of like springtime where it's very cold at night and you've got a summer tent, you're fucked. But it's okay because it happens to people. Get a nice download. Empire does not sell tents on site. Check yeah. your tent before you go, folks. Get a nice thick yeah. sleeping bag as well. Make sure it's not a summer tent. <laughs> but yeah, so apart from that, so, the, the, so the, actual clothing though. Yeah. yeah, the kit you got, I guess. Where did you get yours from? Yeah, well, I ordered some leather armor from someone on Etsy, um, and it was it was fantastic, great quality, and obviously armor is always a bonus when you're in battle because it gives you a couple extra hit points. But we'll cover that shortly. I think the Armour comfort for you especially is very important since isn't it a part of Navarre where you're constantly in your armour ready for any battle? Yeah, absolutely. Navarre as a nation, we're travellers mostly. We um, were like woodland warriors. Yeah, we're little woodland warriors. We like to skirmish and things like that. Um, that fun. And, that we, makes you sound far cuter than you are. Aren't we like Celtic, yeah. aren't we Celtic descendants? It says not Celtic, but semi on theme but without the tartan and whatnot yeah, yeah exactly if you go in like a, a kilt with bagpipes for example then it's not it's not quite the theme but um, more of a ranger yeah exactly think of like a ranger a woodland person Lord of the rings type of thing yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah but maybe a little less elfish, you don't need the but... pointy ears but legless yeah aragorn isn't an elf he's a human oh, I was thinking of sorry legless. that was just a big actually yeah. moment yeah because yeah. he's an aragorn there wasn't elf ears one so I, I was picturing I like Aragorn, and we all heard. Like, oh yeah, we we autocorrected. I, 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 I was just like, I think we all autocorrected because you meant Legolas. Right? Are you autocorrect? No, I meant no. Aragorn, Aragorn looks Navari. Does he? Yeah. Legolas okay. looks more Navari. What? He's yeah. too nicely dressed. <laughs> well, anyway, the sexy one came to my mind. Yeah. 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 Well, what? actually, yeah. 
Yeah, but Aragorn's sexy in like a really... Yeah, I'm seeing Orlando Bloom's sexy, yeah. but yeah, Legolas isn't really... Sorry, sexy. massive... Uh, <laughs> sorry, cut that bit out. Well, Navari are very... I'm thinking of Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> Navari are very nature-orientated. Um, if you do go with like brand new kit, just like with most nations within Anvil, after a while the kit will get muddy, it'll get worn, and especially so in the Navarre, because you're mostly out in the woods, and you're mostly surrounded by fire and that's a good thing because it benefits your character to have your armor and your clothing looking worn because it looks more appropriate and it looks more from the time so the two costumes that i had originally planned to wear i didn't actually wear because i'd ordered like a leather corset type thing for armor that didn't unfortunately arrive on time so uh, and i had a couple dresses with like a belt and different undertops and things that I was going to wear but it was just far too cold for that so I wore a pair of trousers that we had originally bought for Alex from TK Maxx from all places that are just like a pair of kind of canvasy chino type things that I ended up wearing and just various different tops one top I got from a charity shop and one I I literally just went onto Amazon and typed medieval tops (laughs) and just picked one of the ones I was like yeah that's cool and just ordered that, but that was it. But for, for a lot of the Saturday, I was wearing the chainmail that was lent to us by that very nice friend uh, because of the battle. So it didn't really matter what I was wearing because it was covered in metal. One last note in terms of the expense of the first time going. Obviously, your kit's going to be more expensive because you've not got anything yet, but it is a little bit cheaper for your first session at LARP. At Empire Life, anyway, it's about fifteen pounds cheaper for your first. Find someone with a try. If you find an experienced player and ask for the code, they will get a discount, and you will get a discount. So everyone wins. And to that end, if you recruit more friends and then they use your code, you get that discount too. That's why Tom went to the last Empire we all went to for basically free. Thank you for listening to Laps and Tarps. If you have any topic recommendations or anything you'd like to hear discussed, feel free to drop us a comment or send us a message on Instagram and Facebook at Laps and Tarps. We'll see you next time.